Hello, dear listeners. It is I once again, DJ Starsage, this time coming to you from the brand silo. That is my new name for my home office now that I work for the brand barn. Anyways, sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink, and we'll catch up. You're in store for the next edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So, I had a slightly different uh, program in mind when I first set out to record today, or rather, the other day, as uh, unlike many of you who are probably getting together with your family here in the North Americas for the American holiday of giving thanks, Thanksgiving. And uh, you're probably doing that on the holiday or shortly after. Well, in my family, everyone's all grown up and, well, there's even grandchildren and... uh, When one of us is uh, not able to come home for the holidays, (laughs) well, sadly, it does leave a little bit more room in the the driveway at uh, old Papa Starsage's house that uh, Sister Ronnie has inherited. I say inherited. Uh, She has actually mortgaged it, uh, you know, legitimately and all that, but... uh, I digress. (laughs) We had our family get together last weekend. And, uh, well, I I did a little recording on the way there. And I realized this is probably just your typical road trip recording. And, uh, well, I can be a perfectionist, so... Instead, I'd rather uh, (laughs) entertain you from my home office with uh, a tale or a a recall of uh, this time of year from uh, a more quaint setting, (laughs) if you will. So, as usual, I am hoping that you have been mindful of others that you have been checking in with loved ones and friends that you maybe haven't seen in a while or heard from and uh you know been safe when it comes to staying away from those same folks when uh you may have uh something coming on you know like a cold or the flu i for one uh, the other week, in fact, came down with my first cold of the year. It had actually been a year since I had last uh, been as sickly, and uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, you know, the 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 evil that's been going around this world the last few years. It was a legitimate cold. In fact, actually, it was probably the flu. I say it probably. Because I myself did not get tested, but hubby, since he, um, well, he uh, has a 
a compromised immune he's immunocompromised that's the word um he always takes longer to get over any sickness and uh, whereas i was only down for the count for two or three days he was uh, out for closer to a week the poor guy now i actually before i started at the brand barn uh took it upon myself to to get caught up as it were i got both my uh flu shot and a covid booster because it was going to be the first time in almost three years that i would be uh, actively participating in the the outside world if you will <laughs> so um but of course, you know, um, uh, I get blamed when he comes down with something, even though he works more in the public eye than I. He works at a store in a fairly major suburb of Oslo, and I'm sure that more people pass through his doors than I run into in a month's time of going back and forth from the office and to the occasional store so anyways uh you know hubby took about a week or so to get over his illness and it turned out to be the flu and i had uh well a mini crisis myself because we went to urgent care after he wasn't feeling so hot for a few days of course with work uh they were only going to let him out you know, to be out for two, maybe three days at most. And uh, so we went to the urgent care. And uh, after a lengthy wait, we did get seen. And, uh, well, given the fact that Hubby had, before we met, had bronchitis and pneumonia, his medical records suggested to the urgent care doctor that uh, we might want some special attention and by that i mean uh she decided that it would be a good idea to prescribe him a medication uh for for breathing issues um this is a, a medication that they often give to people with uh, oh uh, it's a it's an oxygen situation uh, copd chronic oxygen, pulmonary disease, something like that. People who have trouble breathing and it affects the heart. And, uh, well, <laughs> go figure, uh, doctor. Uh, my, uh, my apologies to have you in the medical industry there, but perhaps you, you maybe understand. Um, the doctor decided to prescribe a medication that uh, is proprietary, meaning there is no generic form. This is something called Symbicort. And uh, when I went to the pharmacy to pick this up, the uh, folks behind the counter didn't explain that, in fact, no insurance will cover a prescription for this because there is no generic form of it. Instead, they just simply browbeat me for the insurance I have and uh, basically told me that I had a high deductible as if I knew what that is supposed to mean. Uh, so, you know, having recently changed jobs 
and tried to make a calculated decision. You know, I, I, um, I made sure that I wasn't uh, taking a terrible loss in income, and I even learned that the brand barn actually has the same insurance as the candy shop had. So, you know, what are the odds? You get to change jobs and you get to keep your doctor. Go figure. Well, uh, turns out my insurance wasn't all that terrible. And uh, nobody's insurance, again, pays for that uh, expensive inhaler. So, yeah, we, we refused it. And um, we had a few more days of rest. Thankfully, Hubby was able to get over that. But, uh, yeah, that was the start of uh, the month of November for us. Pardon me. And, uh, well, let's see here. What else is going on? Um, oh, yeah, so since it is that time of year that we take a moment to pause, we think about things that uh, we should be grateful or thankful for, I thought I'd take a moment to bring up some things to, some, to reflect on uh, things that I feel I'm fortunate to uh, have experienced, to, to have as part of my life. So here we go. Things that I am thankful for uh, before the holidays this year. Because if you uh, ask me after the holidays, uh, I might tell you that I am thankful for Bud Light. Um, <laughs> is that, that a little telling? I mean, I am going to my in-laws tomorrow. And uh, yeah, that that that's always... Um, a rerun of some cancelled sitcom. Uh, but uh, yes, things I am thankful for. So, of course, I am thankful for my dear sweet hubby, Billy. We have been together 13 years now. We met on a movie date. In fact, our uh, close friend, Tommy, from the Great White North, Fort Maple, actually fixed us up. In fact, uh, for those of you unaware, you might find it interesting to know that uh, Tommy is actually Hubby Billy's cousin's... Or, sorry, Hubby Billy's ex's cousin. I know. There's not going to be a quiz. Hubby Billy's ex's cousin. And, uh... He knew that I had moved to the area. I had uh, moved back to New York State after my dear sweet mother had taken ill. And uh, I was living not too far from where hubby was at the time. Uh, anyways, we met up and had a nine-hour first date. We went to coffee before the movie. And then we went to the movies, and went shopping, and then had dinner. So our first date was nine hours in public. And uh, a year later, we moved in together, and a year after that, we got hitched. So very thankful that I met my husband, because, uh, you know, we, we don't have to have 
<laughs> Netflix for him to keep me entertained. He keeps me up late at night and uh, not necessarily in the fun and sexy way, but uh, certainly in the uh, intellectually stimulating way, which I tend to think is probably how uh, I would at least prefer to spend my twilight. So I, I get to have a preview of what it is like to live on Golden Pond, to borrow a phrase of uh, <laughs> an early 80s film there. So I'm very thankful for meeting my match in life. And uh, of course, along with that goes our home, Chateau Star Sage. We bought this house oh, uh, about 11 years ago after we got married. And we chose its location because Hubby Billy was living out uh, in the, or uh, was working out rather, in the, the Juniper Lake area. So we decided to buy our home in not quite Apple Country because it was uh, right in the middle between Oslo and Juniper Lake. And, well, our money went further here. We were actually able to get, uh, you know, uh, probably at least twice the property that somebody would uh, only be able to rent in uh, the, the land of Oslo there. So feel very fortunate and thankful that we were able to accomplish that and for uh, as long as we've been in this house we've actually managed to accomplish a few things on our on our to-do lists i mean uh shortly after we moved in it may be only been in, uh, a year or two we replaced the heating system we were able to get a new boiler yes we have an older house it's a uh, steam heat base system and no they're not the old cast iron things that are as tall as your waist these are the uh, the ankle high things that are much more modern but uh, we were able to put in a new heating system and within a couple of years we put on new siding which our neighbors were thankful for because this house since the 60s had been just a, a plain white box with no personality no character and I swear to this day, even though it's been at least a, a good nine or ten years, people still drive through the neighborhood and pause when they pass by our house because uh, it's not the same thing that they remember maybe when they were growing up and maybe they're dropping by to visit family as one does during this time of year. So just uh, thankful that we have this beautiful house and some sizable property we're able to have friends over and have a fire in the backyard from time to time and of course uh, the other thing that i am thankful for um, as uh, we don't have human children is our fur babies we have three kitty cats and uh, although the uh, the graduating class has changed in more recent years um, little Benny our orange and white kitty boy is uh, shortly going to be celebrating his six months in our house uh, before that we lost a 16 year old boy kitty to 
uh, hyperthyroidism, a, a thyroid condition that he had to take medication for. And uh, we were able to manage that for a good three years before we learned that he had cancer. But um, <laughs> back to the present, Benny is just the sweetest, most adorable little boy. And with having, I don't want to say dealt with, having juggled, having had to manage the care of an older kitty that was in poor health, suddenly having one that was in good health and young and just full of character was a, a night and day situation. I, I no longer felt trapped in a world where Everything was getting old and everything was coming to an end. And, uh, you know, while we still have two older girls and one is not in the best of health, we at least have Benny to uh, lead the roost, if you will. And he has fast become friends with uh, <laughs> our second child, uh, Goldie, our tortoise shell, who, uh, you know, will inherit the crown, if you will, when um, our eldest uh, baby, Nala, when uh, her time comes. She's, she is 19, Nala is, and she was born a runt, and she has had... Uh, a calamity of health problems, but we've been very fortunate that uh, there haven't been any recent recurrences since the other year we managed to change vets and uh, get her on some medication for what apparently was an untreated urinary infection. And I've spoken about this before, so I won't go at length, but basically, sometimes uh, it pays to get a second opinion, and sometimes it uh, is worth your interest, it's uh, worth your time to consider changing vets if your animal, if your fur baby is sickly, and uh, there doesn't seem to be any good news on the horizon because sometimes it is uh, just like with humans worth getting a, another opinion so uh rounding that out I, <laughs> I i am thankful for our fur babies and uh, let's see here now um also i am thankful that hubby and i in the past year have been fortunate enough that we were both able to change jobs and find ourselves in better company, find ourselves in uh, less stressful working situations. Hubby the other year lost his job with uh, Granger's, a department store that went out of business uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. In fact, they... Uh, they tried to reinvent themselves, and it was a little too late. And uh, they ended up 
clothing shop. Well, uh, he went through a couple of jobs in the year that would follow after that. And uh, well, we're very fortunate that he was able to find the position he has at the Gnome Zone. He's very happy there. He's been there six months. And uh, despite having the typical retail schedule where he doesn't get uh, consecutive days off <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's not always a weekend day that he gets off. Again, that's typical retail. He is uh, very much appreciated in his company and his peers consult him for, uh, you know, ideas and input on things within the store. And more importantly, his bosses. They come to him when it comes to finding solutions for situations or problems. And they can always rely upon him to figure out a uh, solution that satisfies well, maybe not everybody, but makes business sense usually. Because, like myself, Hubby has been in his industry um, for most of his working years at this point. So we're, we're thankful that Hubby feels that the Gnome Zone is not only a job that he enjoys, but somewhere that he feels he could be in in the in the near future as well and uh, I also as you heard I have recently joined a uh, company that I call the brand barn and it's provided we with an opportunity because you know in this day and age many people were used to working from home perhaps due to the pandemic but uh, if you are in a position where you have to look for other work, you may be starting over. And I certainly did do some of that. However, because my employer is, uh, for the most part, organized out of state, I'm the only employee in uh, my group, my team... And I just so happen to be in the same office when I'm in the office. We rotate uh, every other week where you're either home or you're in the office week at a time. Well, uh, a new supervisor was put in place who happened to be in the office around the corner for me here, not quite Apple Country. And... Uh, well, it provided me with an opportunity to be able to report to that office on my weeks that I'm in the building. And so I am very fortunate that uh, while I was having to start over because I felt that my days at the candy shop were numbered, I was able to find an opportunity that allowed me to make use of my skills, of my knowledge and experience, my years with the candy shop, and I was able to have the opportunity to work from home a week at a time. 
any other company, any other job, I would probably have to be in the office 100% of the time because that is the reality. There is only so much flexibility with your job depending on the function and the role that you perform. Not every task can be done working from home on a laptop. And uh, of course, there are probably a good many of you who know this because, you know, the young kids, they talk about working from home and, you know, not leaving their bedroom or wherever it is that they're playing their video games and watching their Netflix because, uh, you know, we've, we've grown used to this idea that you could sit at a desk and pay the bills and you don't have to lift a finger. Well, uh, I, <laughs> um, you know, from Hubby's perspective, that's not a reality. He is someone who has so much nervous energy that he can't be seated or, in my case, standing all day behind a desk and uh, doesn't necessarily have the patience to talk to people about things like well, maybe they called the wrong number, <laughs> or maybe they were transferred, and, you know, you've got to keep your, your head on straight. You have to be professional, and you have to, you know, uh, represent the company as best you can and say things like, oh, I do apologize, and I am sorry that you've had to go through this experience, and, you know, it helps if you can sound halfway convincing when you have to do these things, and that is not something that everyone is cut out for. So I understand this. But anyways, back to the brand barn. I feel that I'm very fortunate that I was able to start over and have the opportunity to still work from home every other week. Now, in this case, as I'm speaking to you, it is just the day before Thanksgiving here. And even though I've only been at the company going on 30 days, because it's 2022 in the world that we live in now, I was able to get my insurance within a week of starting. Now, 10 years ago, maybe less, that was not a reality. I remember out of college... You had to wait 90 days because the company had to consider you to be a long-term potential. You, you had to prove your worth and then you got medical insurance and all that. So thank goodness for the times that we live in because uh, things have changed. So, um, but yes. I, I am thankful for that opportunity and uh, the department I'm in, we not only get the Thanksgiving day off as a holiday, but also the day after, you know, that thing that some have come to know as Black Friday, because in accounting terms, when uh, your your money is running low and the debt is high, it's called being in the red because they, they used to use colored ink in the accounting books to show you that we're at a negative balance we're owing in things 
And the dark pen was to state that, oh, things are normal. This is above board. And that's why they call it in the black. It's Black Friday because this sale is going to put us ahead for the year. So, yes, I get Thanksgiving and Black Friday off. And because Thanksgiving is a Thursday, that means I also get the weekend off. Why? Because my office is closed on the weekends. We are a medium-sized company, and it's an 8-to-5 job. And thankfully, my company is only on the East Coast, so I won't ever be working after 5 p.m. In fact, many of my peers only work until 4.30. If you can, if you can just stretch your imagination around that, huh? So, uh, you know, uh, I can only say so much about the brand barn. I, oh yeah, actually the last thing I'll say about this, this was my week in the office and uh, I had worked Monday and Tuesday and I was supposed to go in today. However, my boss informed me that a lot of people were taking Wednesday off. And uh, in my company, uh, the the folks in customer service, they have the option to work from home once a week. And a lot of them do that on a Friday for obvious reasons. And um, so given that Friday is also a holiday, many of them chose Wednesday as their work at home day. So my boss says to me in my last hour of the day yesterday, no one's going to be here tomorrow. Why don't you work from home? <laughs> and I just got the greatest laugh out of that because, again, this was supposed to be my week in the office. And next week, I'm at home. So I get a four-day uh, weekend and I was working from home today. It felt like I had a fifth day because... Well, business has been slow, <laughs> but they're paying me, so, you know, not too much to worry about there. All right, so what else here? Oh, so I would be remiss if I if I didn't thank some of the, the people who are most important in our lives. Now, of course, I need to thank my sister Betty. You know, she's, uh, well... I have two sisters, and she's the one who seems to find time for me the most often. Now, um, in Ronnie's defense, my other sister, our eldest sister, um, Betty does not have grandchildren to juggle. Now, I'm not saying that she doesn't have her own boatload of responsibilities. No, no, no. But I don't have kids of my own, and I won't ever be a, a parent or a grandparent. So, you know, I understand that Betty maybe uh, has, uh, you know, more room on her calendar for me. But uh, it doesn't make me miss Ronnie's company any less. So, I certainly am thankful that Betty has managed to find and continues to find time to... Uh, to be with me, to get together with me. I just wish that uh, Ronnie would uh, clear her schedule <laughs> once in a while. But I suppose that's the way it is with family and siblings. 
and uh, probably tends to happen more as we get older and our lives become more complicated. And uh, last but certainly not least, I am thankful for the friends that Hubby and I have have managed to cultivate, to, to gather, and uh, certainly life would be less interesting without many of them. And certainly if Hubby's schedule wasn't as complicated as it is, we might have more friends. But as they say, quality over quantity. And I am certainly thankful for those who are able to find time to be with us despite the complicated nature <laughs> of coordinating with somebody whose spouse works in retail. I sometimes call myself a retail widower. And uh, those, of course, the names include uh, our, our friend Tommy, who I've mentioned before, and my nerd brother, Mr. Toppy Smelly, who has been on a journey with me for about five years now doing that other show that we do about film and television trivia, Matinee Minutia. I'll talk more about that in a moment, but uh, yeah, we uh, are thankful for all those things, and no matter how dark and difficult and possibly dismal your life may be or have become or maybe someone else in your life has had some complications i hope that you find time to smell the roses as my grandmother once said and uh you know just be grateful for the things that make life worth living the the people who are special in your life the people who find time to check in with you and the people who will always lend a sympathetic ear when you have worries that are weighing you down i hope you have a good holiday a kickoff too the season to come. Remember, it is a very stressful time of year for many, perhaps those who don't have loved ones or may have recently lost someone. And uh, certainly if you yourself don't have children and you're spending time with family, because uh, as we get older, our siblings' lives are all about the kids and the grandkids and a little bit less about themselves and <laughs> the people they grew up with. I hope that this is the beginning of a memorable time of year, a certainly a special time of year, and maybe, if we're all lucky, the start to the beginning of better times if you've been going through something. So, if uh, you'll hang tight in uh, the next week here, on Friday, December 2nd, we will be discussing the 1947 classic holiday film, 
Miracle on 34th Street. This is a film with Maureen O'Hara, who was in uh, many a classic film of that time, including some of my father's favorite westerns, as well as young actress Natalie Wood in the beginning of her career. And this is uh, set in the, the big city, in the Big Apple, in the days when people would leave their homes and go shopping and uh, look for the perfect gift in person. But uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the tale of a little girl who was raised by a single parent and uh, doesn't necessarily believe in the spirit of Christmas. The possibility of miracles and wonderment and all the things that could happen in this time of year. A delightful film that uh, focuses on the joy from the point of view of a child and a parent who is trying to make the best of things. So tune in. Uh, Friday, December 2nd, 9 p.m. Eastern. Go to Matinee Minutia, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, Minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E dot com. Click on the tower for, to listen to streaming audio or click on Discord, the, uh, the blue little controller or mask, to enter our chat room during the show. And we hope you will join us. Happy holidays, folks. As always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJStarsage, and you can email me, DJStarsage at gmail.com. That's all for now. Kisses from the brand silo. Bye-bye. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim. And James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast. With me, Paul the Shy Yeti.